0: Cowboys win, but so did everybody else. I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn a football over 17 times. and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. $230 Guaranteed. That's just... I mess up his name. I can't even get it. Is this a kid? Is a kid? That's a kid? That's a kid? Turn, 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 but at the same time, oh, we're going to shaggle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth to this sick show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind. Big day Talking not only sports But news of all kinds Also welcome to those Checking us out on this Sick podcast On Anchor.fm Spotify Apple Podcasts Castbox Google Podcasts Amazon Music Overcast Digital Pocket And Radio Public And as per usual I also want to give a Shout out to all My sick listeners Over in The land of the lucky charms Ireland The birthplace of Kushila Hong Kong Mm, 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 mm. Rocco With their Swedish meatball Swimming in a big bowl of marinara Portugal The home of ports Canada The home of that delicious maple syrup Mexico The home of Avogados from Mexico Pakistan No pulling on the tortoise. No pulling on the fingers And no pulling on the Punjabi Thank you, come again Thailand Home of the Thais Germany Don't go Peru Home of the Lemas. India Shining bright like a diamond The Netherlands Home of the wooden shoes Brazil home of Pele and yes these United States of America the Dallas Cowboys defeat the Detroit Lions by a score of 24 to 6 at Jerry World and it keeps their NFC beast hopes alive with 10 more games left in the season, Dak Prescott made his comeback debut since the broken thumb injury that happened in week 1 of the season. And Dallas uh uh ends up getting this particular win while they scrimmaged the Detroit Lions. Now, let's break down the stats. Dak Prescott went 19 of 25 for 207 yards and one throwing touchdown. Tony Pollard had 12 carries for 83 yards, and Ezekiel Elliott had 15 carries for 57 yards, but he got two touchdowns. Gavante Turpin got uh, one carry with three yards, and Dak Prescott carried for uh, three times and was unable to get anything. And then C.D. Lamb uh, had one carry for negative four yards, where he got Walla. Did, did, did y'all see that play when he came around it was a reverse play C.D. Lamb was supposed to run he was running uh, east to west when you're supposed to run north to south As soon as he turned up he got met I was like dang he got ate up I don't know what he was thinking about he was, it was like he was jogging in the park if you go back and look at that play he was jogging in the park and he was just oh what a lovely day what a lovely day oh my god pretty much how it was. But, on the reception tip, four receptions for 70 yards. Noah Brown had five receptions for 50 yards. Welcome back, Noah Brown. Don Schultz, welcome back. Five yards for 49. And then Tony Pollard had two receptions for 26 yards. And Peyton Hendershot only had two receptions for five yards, but he gets the only thrown touchdown. Now, let's look at the defense for Dallas. As we go down the chart, Durant's, uh, Durant's Armstrong had uh, one, look like uh, one sack. Yep, he had one sack. Jordan Lewis gets one interception, but Jordan Lewis hurt his ankle and he did not look good going out. As a matter of fact, he hobbled to the sideline. They, they brought him over and then they put him on the truck and he went in and he was gone for the rest of the game. I hope that Jordan Lewis is alright because uh, that dude right there, that rookie is tough. Is tough. And he got one reception. I mean, uh, one interception. And uh, then you had Trayvon Diggs digging in and getting one interception for the Dallas Cowboys. Now punt returns: Kevontae Turbin had a sixty-six yards return. That dude is, he's just a play away from getting in the end zone for the Dallas Cowboys. Brett Mauer uh, was 100% today because he only had one field goal. <laughs> His longest was 22 today. Um, but this was, like I said, pretty much a scrimmage for the Dallas Cowboys Dak Prescott needed to be in this because Dak Prescott looked rusty and crusty. The Dallas Cowboys looked really shoddy in that first half. I'm I'm just going to tell you. Detroit Lions scored first with a, with a, a field goal that went up three to nothing. Then. Detroit and uh, Dallas end up in the second quarter, both scoring three, two field goals apiece. The third quarter, Dallas got uh, the touchdown. They scored seven. But then the fourth quarter was the tail where Dallas scored 14 points and it was unanswered with zero from the Detroit Lions. And the Dallas Cowboys could have easily lost this game. Matter of fact, every Dallas Cowboy fan out there was holding their breath a little bit until that fourth quarter because it looked like yeah, we might lose this to the Lions and you know the Lions are digging in, they're trying to get another win, I think the Lions got two wins and they've got five losses now but they're trying to get another win they're trying to get to 500 and they were looking like they were going to get there, but I always say on this Sick show You cannot win a game When you turn the ball over 15 times Ain't gonna happen Can't do it Won't do it Didn't do it And now you're 2-5 and So But the Cowboys Have got to get Out the gate Quicker They can't use three quarters to warm up and then in the fourth quarter come out and just, you know, we're just going to blow you out the water. That's not going to happen every time, especially when you're going up against a team like the Philadelphia Eagles. When you're going up against now, the New York Giants, even though we beat the New York Giants, Giants won. So Eagles had the week off sitting at 6-0, Giants are sitting at six and one and the Cowboys are five and two the Commodores are last place where they normally are and they should be shout out to LB (laughs) senior (laughs) but everybody won everybody won this weekend so the NFC beast doesn't really change It doesn't really change positions And the Cowboys have to win The rest of the way I'm going to tell you right now The Eagles are not going to lose I dare say more than two games this year If they lose any But if they lose two games And let's say Dallas had to Play They have to play them again And this is for To see who gets in the playoffs To see who wins the NFC East Dallas is going to have to win every game We can't afford to lose another one We lose another one, we're pretty much out of this. Now, when it comes down to the whole NFC, Dallas could get a wild card. Like I said, we're 10 games away from that. I I don't want to start speculating about anything. Anybody who knows me on this sick show, you know I'm going to be brutally honest with you about the Dallas Cowboys. If the Dallas Cowboys performed the way that they were supposed to, then I'm going to tell you they did a great job. But if they suck, whether it's on offense or defense, I'm going to tell you they sucked. And like I said, it's not even enough to get in the playoffs anymore for me. As a Cowboy fan who's been sitting here waiting 26 freaking years, I don't care. I don't want to know you got in the playoff. I need to know you're going to get to the NFC Championship. That's what I want. Then we can start talking Super Bowl because then when your NFC uh, championship when you're there the next game is the Super Bowl but until the Cowboys show that they can actually get that far don't, don't come at me with the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl don't come at me with that you're going to say and I know you're saying you're probably not you're not a Dallas Cowboy fan if you're saying that no I'm, I'm a fan I've been a fan since I was a little boy everything I have is, is basically blue with silver. So, I'm for the Cowboys, do or die. And we've been dying for the last 26 years for an NFC championship. That's what we need to do. But as far as the Super Bowl, don't come at me with that. Don't come at me. That That is a pipe dream until you can get further than one playoff game. And I ain't talking about a, a buy. And then you play in the second round. Uh uh-uh, uh. I'm talking about work your way through. As a matter of fact, if the Dallas Cowboys want to do anything or beat anybody, then they're going to have to work their way through. And I hope actually that they don't win the NFC East because you know why? I don't want to get to buy. I want to go in fighting. I want to go in swinging. I want to go in with some momentum on our side. I don't want a day off. Cowboys don't need a day off. Let's just win, 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 and then we will get to that particular place. But as far as 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 no, I don't I don't want to. If we win it, okay, we want it. But I'm not looking forward to a buy when it comes to the playoffs because we always come out lackluster. For the past 26 years. We've been coming out lackluster In that first half Then we gotta work our heinies off We got to Chew, chew, chew So that we can get back in the game And then maybe win the game Or maybe lose the game But it's mostly been losing Because we're we're talking playoffs here We're not talking about regular season I don't care if we were 17 No Let us be wild card Let us have to play in You know what I'm saying Because then it's worth something to somebody. It's worth something to y'all. It's worth something to me. Dallas wins a a wild card game and then they go on. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I want to see. Let the Eagles have the the East. Let them have it. I want us to get in the wild card. Let's do a little something different. Let's mix it up a little bit. Because this is, as my brother-in-law Larry Bryson alluded to This is a different year It's a weird year It's a weird season that we're in now There's things happening that ain't never Happened before My grandmother used to say Lord folks dying That ain't never died before Y'all may say That don't make no sense But it's true because folks are dying That ain't never died before so same thing with the Cowboys Cowboys get in And they get a bye They lose first round Sick of that man Get us in the wild card Let us play it in Go do what we gotta do Get to the second round Then we can whisper We can whisper Maybe a Super Bowl But if we get in the NFC Championship We are gonna go Either we going to Super Bowl Or we going home So it don't even matter Alright that's my take on that. Coming up next, you don't want to miss it because I want to talk about this crimson cover-up that's going on in Alabama. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you come back right here on This Sick Show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Back. Culture looking for the same thing. It's a new thing. Check out this I bring right here on this sick show at US Cellular. You can choose any phone you want for free, especially 5G. Visit your nearest stores in Ada, Ardmore, Medill, Sulfur, and Hugo, Oklahoma. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. All right, let's talk about what I am referring to as the Crimson (laughs) cover-up. A lot of you saw that Alabama Crimson Tide uh, wide receiver Jermaine Burton after the game on last Saturday night. uh, He was on a video and was caught allegedly striking a female Tennessee fan while they ran onto the field in Knoxville after Tennessee upset Alabama. That was a couple of weeks ago. And uh, basically... A lot of people were saying a lot of things about it And they were like, no, this dude needs to be kicked off the team Uh, You know, um, you had pundits saying that, you know He needs to be suspended for the rest of the year Uh, A lot of people were saying a lot of things They were giving their take on it And uh, uh, Nick Saban was like, okay, we're going to address this matter Internally, we, we don't need to discuss this with everybody else. We're going to discuss this with Mr. Burton. And whatever happened with Mr. Burton, Mr. Saban felt that it wasn't necessary to suspend him from the Alabama program. Saban said that, uh, quote, I don't know how many of you have been in a situation like that. I talked to him. He was scared. I was scared. Some of our other players were scared. I think you learn to respect other people because we have a responsibility to do that, regardless of the circumstances we're in. And he added, I talked to the guy. uh, We have him in a counseling program. It's not an anger management program, as many people uh, uh, had announced. But um, we're going to fix this problem. And it's not a huge issue with us. Matter of fact, he went on to say it's about having the proper respect for other people. I didn't think it was necessary to suspend the guy. So if you knew the whole story, maybe you wouldn't either. But I am going to divulge that he said. Now, when the Tennessee Volunteers upset the Crimson Tide last Saturday uh, with the game winning field goal, the entire stadium flooded onto the field and a video of the incident. Uh, shows allegedly, and I can't stand that word allegedly. I thought we had gotten rid of that word allegedly. I mean, if you 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 caught on tape, you can see it as plain as day. But you want to call it allegedly? Okay, all right, all right. Um, we we gonna run with it. Um, Burton allegedly, quote unquote. unquote I'm, if y'all can see me right now, oh I can't wait because this sick show is getting ready to. Uh, we we getting ready to do video. Let's just hang around because we're going to have our sick listeners and our sick watchers are going to be added to this show. So it's going to be off the chain coming up in 2023. We are preparing in the background now. So you might as well get ready. It's about to be sick up in this month. Okay. Anyway, I got on a little tangent there. Burton was seen allegedly walking when a female fan gets in his way. And she tries to avoid him Allegedly And he appears to strike her Allegedly Before walking away Nick Saban said We certainly don't condone Any mistreatment of anybody Whether they should or should not have been there I think you gotta have respect for other people But Saban's decision to start Burton Was received negatively by many It is unclear if there was any Discipline laid down to Burton For the incident all right it's time for me to give my you know I, i would say two cents i would say 10 cents but because of inflation i'm gonna give you my quarter cents on this one i watched the video i went on twitter i saw the video and i played it back and back and forth back back and forth forth and back back and forth forth and i'm looking at that video and first of all he didn't strike her stop with that that is total embellishment because if you look at the video he nudges her aside with his hand like blown somewhere that's not striking people he didn't come from the land of good and plenty with a haymaker and knock the girl down that's not what he did but I need you to pay attention a little more to the video because when you see the video you will see her face right at his face it was only like you know .02 seconds it's quick she could have said something like ha ha And he mushed her Out of the way See y'all don't see that Y'all saw And let's just be honest You saw a black man Black young man Pushing a Caucasian Female And now all of a sudden Oh he needs to be kicked out of Alabama If he had of Knocked her down If he had of you know, uh, 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 start hitting on her, wailing on her. If he had a kicked her, if he had a tripped her intentionally. Yeah, you could say, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to go. Because there's no room in the world for that. But that's not what happened. And like I said, I'm always going to look for the truth. When the left is saying something and the right is saying something, somewhere in the middle lies the truth. And a lot of people don't want to go find the truth of what's going on. But I watched that video and you could see the crowd rushing the field. They're running in between Alabama players because they're trying to get to their Tennessee volunteer players and they're trying to celebrate on the field. You see this girl run up to him and then crosses quickly around him but something was said. And you see his arm go out And mush her Like go on somewhere Yeah yeah whatever Go on somewhere Oh we gonna call that a strike Oh you You assaulted me If she got in His face And said something That's called verbal assault If we wanna take it there We can really look at the fact That that's verbal assault Now Nobody caught the audio of it So we're not going to know Who said what Who shot John All that So it's just Let's just stop right there When it comes to that If there was audio And he said something She said something I'm going to stop it right there But You heard that big But Comment People don't need to be Running on the field I know in the excitement Everybody wants to join in But you rushing the field Anything can happen Do you not know When people rush the field That uh, uh, innocent people Can get trampled By other people Just because they want to celebrate And they're hyped up And everybody's running we won We beat Alabama And this is just not An Alabama problem This is a problem all over sports collegiate sports in professional sports you don't see people rushing the field I I mean when Hank Aaron hit you know uh, 700 uh, there was a dude that ran on the field and as soon as he ran on the field he was trying to run around the base Hank Aaron was like what the heck is going on and then they tackled the dude and got him off the field you see people running around and 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 doing everything on on the soccer field. One person will get there. One person will get on that field. Maybe two if they're lucky. And they're going to be running around and then you know, sometimes they're clothed and sometimes they're not. Soccer is, is a trip. But you don't see it in professional sports where the whole freaking stadium Empties onto the field Folks we're living in times We don't know who's got what Or who's trying to do what to somebody We don't know if somebody's got a knife Or something and they come out there Yeah we beat y'all and then stab a player You don't know Rushing the field You're taking chances by being on that field I'm not saying what the boy Did was right I'm not saying that I'm saying Anything could possibly happen As a matter of fact When you rush the field Basically anything goes anyway What if She was coming out there Just to Slap the dude in the face Because his helmet was off And she runs by And she slaps him And keeps on running To the crowd and disappears I bet you anything Nothing would be said about it somebody might say something about it but i guarantee you it would not be viral i guarantee you this wouldn't be a big issue i guarantee you she would not see any repercussions for that you got people on twitter you're talking that he should have been thrown out he should have been kicked out and all this that the other but let's stop that foolishness You've made mistakes in your life. I'm sure you on your job right now, you have made some mistakes at your job. So every time you make a mistake at your job, your boss is supposed to come and say the boss is supposed to come and say, "You you ain't got a job anymore?" Cuz that's essentially what you're saying. This 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 everybody, you know, we everybody's got to be right syndrome. No, this everybody ain't right. It's so much wrong going on in the world right now, and everybody ain't right. It ain't right that we try to prosecute people wrongly. Now, people who do stuff that break the law and deserve to be prosecuted, we need to prosecute them. I saw a mush. He didn't take both hands and push her to the ground. I saw a mush gone somewhere. She came at him She stepped to the left We don't know what was said At that time And he mushed her And I promise you She probably Came at him and said "Ah Aha I'm willing to bet She said "Ah Aha And he said Go on somewhere That's Actually quite innocent on both sides no he shouldn't put his hands on her but if she did say something you ain't got no business saying something to him it's like (laughs) the pot called the kettle black as they used to say back in the day so we're gonna get on one but we're not gonna get on the other one but yet, the one was supposed to be on the field and the other one should not have been on the field after the clock ran out. But like I said, this is the concern going forward that I have for athletes, college athletes. Uh, high school, and I've let me tell you something, I've seen maybe one time uh, Somebody You know the crowd the, the team won And the crowd Emptied The stadium Emptied the seats And went onto the court Or onto the football field But it's not Even in high school Not that common It's more common In collegiate Play More common than you think Especially if it's a big game against Alabama. Alabama is the standard. They are the gold standard. I would dare to say the platinum standard that everybody wants to be. It's the same thing with Clemson. I would dare say Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia are the standard those are the three top that's what everybody aspires to be so when you beat someone like them it's like you won the national championship especially when you was uh, uh, not supposed to win the game especially when everybody said that there is no way that you can beat the Crimson Tide Especially when everybody on television and and all the people that was betting uh, uh, in Las Vegas and the odds and the whole not were saying that you was the underdog. You were not supposed to beat Alabama and you beat Alabama. Then guess what? You have won your national championship. It reminds me of when Dallas plays Washington. For Washington, that's their Super Bowl playing the Dallas Cowboys twice a year and winning one game out of the year is is that's the super bowl for Washington right now that's the standard for them right now so you got you got people rushing on the field when you rush on that field, you don't know what you're going to get. Remember the California uh, Bears, when they ran that touchdown back in the California band came on and the one guy was in the band and and, and uh, the Bears, you know, they thought the game was over and the Bear um, player ran the ball for a touchdown. There was no seconds left on the clock. They called themselves rushing the field. Everybody's on the field. This dude is running and he runs into the end zone and there's a, a band person for the other team. And he runs over top of it. Back then, there was no prosecution for that. There was no, you know, allegedly for that. No, y'all took it upon yourself to come on the field because you thought that you had won and then ran over the, the band player. No, you shouldn't have had your behind on the field in the first place. That's just it, it, its it, Don't do that to that boy It's ludicrous it's, it's ridiculous Don't do that to that boy He got life too He trying to go on in life too I mean It is what it is He smushed her She probably said something Life goes on Get over it Alright When we come back I said something about prosecuting a prosecution I want to talk about people being handed sentences and falling out the heck for right here all this sick show stay tuned we'll be right back with more this sick show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network back to part three of this sick show. Are you needing a quick, fast, safe and reliable moving company? Well, search no more because Midnight Hour Moving has you covered at Midnight Hour Moving. Their goal is to provide hassle-free moves from start to finish. Midnight Hour Moving can also provide packing supplies, safe and secure warehouse storage, plus they can move you anywhere in the great state of Texas, both to and from the DFW. Call Midnight Hour Moving today at 817-399-1300. That's 817-399-1300. Or go to MidnightHourMoving.com and get moving. Also, if you are a fan of this sick show, if you like what's being presented on this sick show, or if you don't like what's being presented on this sick show leave a voice message on this sick podcast page right on anchor.fm leave your message I want to hear from you wherever you're at around the world and let's grow this thing alright I want to talk a little bit about (laughs) <laughs> Sentences being handed down to people who have broken the law. And I'm talking about worst case scenario Pointing. criminal activity. I'm talking murders. I'm talking, you know, rape, um, holding people hostage. Being a, holding people at gunpoint, home invasions, robbing, whatever, whatever it is that's got you in court. I watch Court TV, and I go online and I watch some of these reactions to whatever the jury has set forth, and the reaction of whatever the judge is, is telling them, this is your sentence. And you had a woman just the other day who was sentenced basically to 25 years, I think it was. And as the thing was being read, she kept slumping, 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 and then she fell down, uh, uh, hit her head on the table. She passed out, basically. Or maybe she was playing. I don't know. At at those moments and times, people react differently. I'm not going to say she was faking But there's some people that go totally left and then there's some people that just become actors. Drama kings and queens. My thing is this. If you take somebody's life and you intentionally let me say that. Intentionally take somebody's life. Why are you pleading not guilty, first of all? If you know you did it, you're guilty. But somewhere in the back of your heads or subconscious, you feel that you're not guilty. You feel that the actions that happened in this regard warranted you taking somebody's life. You say not guilty. Okay, here's how the judgment, uh, the judging system works. Judgment system, let's just say, works. You plead not guilty. Okay, you got a lawyer. A lawyer has come in and you give the lawyer this particular story. Uh, whether the lawyer believes you or not, it's his job to defend you. Your, your uh, 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 what you call lawyer is going to defend you as best as he can, defense attorney. Excuse me. And, He's going to try to find some wiggle room. He's going to try to find where you can possibly get less sentencing, depending on uh, how egregious the crime is, or he's going to try to get you off, period. If it looks like the prosecution have no evidence against you, he's going to try to get it dismissed and he's going to try to do these different things. Now, I'm not a lawyer and I don't know all the lingo, so you got to rock with Just, just roll with me right now let me get let me walk you through the process I've seen over the years this is what I've seen and not I'm not talking about movies I'm just talking about real court so you, you, you got a defense attorney and defense attorneys job is to defend you as best as they can now after you have been defended there's the closing arguments both sides the prosecution and the defense make closing arguments in those closing arguments, the prosecution is going to tell the, the jury why they should vote for you to be guilty. And the defense is going to say, you should not be voted guilty. You need to return a verdict of not guilty because of whether it's circumstances, you know, circumstantial evidence or anything like that. They want you to come back and say not guilty. All right. So everybody's caught up on that, right? Well, these people who know that they have committed these murders Get in the courtroom And you can just see it on their face They're getting ready to do something stupid They're getting ready to either pop off at the mouth Try to bolt out of the courtroom Or they're going to faint Or they're going to start wailing Crying and just going off I've seen these different things happen and so I'm watching this stuff and I'm sitting up there like what makes you think if you've done the crime that they're going to come back with not guilty what makes uh, what? why are you falling out what are you falling out for what are you getting mad about you did the crime. You know, back in the day they used to say you do the crime, you do the time. You did the crime. So for those who are guilty, yeah, you <laughs> you take somebody's life, then your life is possibly gonna be required of you. Whether that means 25 to life, whether that means 30, 40, 50 years, you know, um uh, there was one I was watching where the boy got consecutively a hundred years cause he murdered 3 people. So they know you're not going to live past 100 years. Basically, you you might make it to 120. You might make it to 120, but you ain't going to live no 300 years. So they they basically said, "We're putting you we're locking you up and throwing away the key." And most of those people that I've seen that they get those big sentences like that, they're like Alright It is what it is. They going about their business. Oh, but the ten years or fifteen years or five years, or, oh, they falling out and going through all these motions and and trying to dart out the courtroom. You just added on to your sentence. You just made things worse for yourself. Stand up. Take it like a man or a woman. Let, let your mom, dad, your peers, or whoever, wife, whatever, let them do that part. But as far as you're concerned, it's a done deal. That's a wrap. You have to do the time. So it's no need of, falling out or or, or, or faking and, and you know I, I saw one where the dude they read him a sentence I think they gave him 28 years or something like that and he was in a wheelchair he gonna fall out the wheelchair okay first of all you're in the wheelchair then you gotta have strength enough to put your legs down and to go ahead and just faint out of the wheelchair and fall out the wheelchair and that's basically what he did Watch this. I'm going to fake this. Um, he was going for an Emmy. No. He was going for an Oscar. And they were not. They was like, okay. we. They picked him up. They pulled him out. Head was hanging down. They pulled him back in the back of the hallway. And I guarantee you, when he got in the hallway, he probably straightened up. And they probably said, good one. Good one. That was a good one. But what makes you think that's going to help is it that you just lose your mind in that respect no the thing is is that if you did the crime and you're guilty and I'm saying if you did the crime and you're actually guilty it's a wrap it's done I've seen so many court dramas uh, and, 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 and Court TV thank God for Court TV I, I watched some of that stuff and I can't believe some of the stuff that was going on there was this one where this dude was there with his ex-girlfriend and his girlfriend new girlfriend was behind him and when he was standing up there she undid his handcuffs dude was cuffed for a reason his handcuffs were behind his back then all of a sudden this chick is taking the prowl. I'm like what the She's back there Wrapping it up like it's a rope or something And then when the dude made his move The girlfriend behind him Who was sitting behind him Wraps the, the defense attorney's Neck up Tries to strangle him To hold him back Because the dude wanted to get At the girl one more time he had been beating on her. The charges was, you know, domestic violence. And there were some other charges and attempted murder. And he had one last go. I'm going to go get her. And thankfully, there, there was a bailiff there. The bailiff came in. He tackled the dude. Then a couple of other officers came in and they tackled the dude. And the only thing he was able to do was basically grab the girl's arm and the girl was you know, screaming or whatever, pulling away from him. And then the other girl, they had to take her down. And she looking stumped like, why are you grabbing me? Oh, I'm grabbing you because you took your bra off and you strangled the defense attorney. So you think you're not supposed to be punished for that? I tell you what, honey, I'm gonna unlock your, your handcuffs and you get one more shot at, at, at that at that that girl. I'm keeping it clean, G. And then I'll, I'll take my brazier off. What kind of plan is that? And I'll choke your defense attorney. Because I don't think he did a good job defending you. Well, he did the best job he could because look what the dude did. Dude was trying to kill her fact that he tried to do it in the courtroom of law is just above and beyond. If you happen to dart out the courtroom, you are in a federal building. Do you not think there's other police there? There's nowhere or no way you're getting out of that building. But even if you happen to get out of the building, do you not know that an A-P-B, a bolo is going to be put on you? There's nowhere you can run. There's nowhere you can hide. The fact that you got caught in the first place means you ain't good at hiding. They found you behind. I'm going to make this last-ditch effort to get out of this. No, no, no. You're going to jail. And they're going to add some more on it. You're supposed to be there for 25 years. We're going to add another 10 for what you did. No matter of fact, let's throw on 30. Let's double that. So now you're in there for 55 years. And out of that 55 years, you're going to do 30. And if at the time you commit this crime, you're 50 years old, guess what? You're not coming out until you're 85. I'm sorry. You did you did that. You added on when you didn't have to. Folks, this world we live in right now is crazy. You think my show is sick? <laughs> it's a lot of sick folk out there. And I ain't talking about solid coming folk. I'm talking about S I C K sick in the mind sick in the head sick in the attitude I'm sick too I'm, I'm sick and tired S-I-C-K of seeing this foolishness I'm sick and tired of this happening but this is the world that we live in now one thing about it is I'm going to forever be S I C. Saw it coming So that I can at least Alert you You gotta watch your back I'm done I wanna thank all of you For tuning in to this Sick show Coming up next is the hashtag Brother of baseball Mr. Willie F.T. Jr. It's playoffs baby It's almost World Series time can't wait to hear what he's got and make sure you come back and listen to this show